Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I have been doing a lot of cooking lately and I am so glad that I have my caraway pans. I found caraway when I was looking for an, an alternative to nonstick cookware because I know how bad that can be for you and because of all the chemicals and stuff like that, right? So I found caraway. It has a chemical-free coating. So you don't have to worry about the chemicals. The food glides in these pans, okay? They are so easy to clean. I have the peace of mind knowing that I'm not getting harmful chemicals in my family's food. And they're also really, really beautiful. They have different modern colors for you to choose from. So you can choose something in your aesthetic. And I never thought that I would be someone that was excited about pots and pans, but here I am. I am Callie Dollar and I'm really excited about pots and pans. These are a great set. There's four pieces, not 16. And I know you, th you think that you will miss that 16 piece set. You're not. You're going to be so excited not to have the clutter in your kitchen. And let me tell you, you really don't need all 16 of those. Visit carawayhome.com slash the upside to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash the upside or use code the upside at checkout caraway non-toxic cookware made modern it is thanksgiving eve we are so grateful to have you part of the upside thank you thank you thank you i'm going to talk about how i almost ruined the turkey portion of our thanksgiving dinner tomorrow and precisely where do i want callie while i am cooking on thanksgiving afternoon all that and more on today's show you are an upsider, living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside. Update. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Wednesday, November 23rd. It is Thanksgiving Eve. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for... Is it, would I say my cooking skills, my ability, my confidence? Your love. My love of cooking mm -hmm. and my confidence in preparing an important meal for others. I'm grateful for my confidence. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for our beautiful Christmas tree. We knocked it out of the park for a second year in a row and I- Fourth visit, fourth visit by the way to the same Christmas tree lot. Four, was it four? It was no, it was three. It was four. It was three. It was three. Don't well, make it sound too creepy. I mean, it was it, for Ellie and I. It was four. Oh, you went. You went. Well, we did a drive by yesterday morning to make sure that the that the lot was filled out mm -hmm. because we had shown up prior to that twice and said, "Where's your noble furs?" and I wanted to, so we drove by, so three and a half. I had to go get something out of my car after we set up the tree and I came back in the house and the house was wafting with the smell 
of Christmas tree. And I'm just here to tell you, if you are someone that loves the smell of Christmas trees, Noble Furs will change your life. I said what I said. I have been a Fraser for a person forever, but I have changed my tune. The the issue, the Noble Fur issue, and I think this came up an, an episode or two ago, is I think that their their big region is the Pacific Northwest, which means they are more expensive. And I have said many, I'm like, I will never be an artificial tree guy, but if Christmas trees keep getting more expensive, I will be an artificial tree guy. Don't even say that. They have to go down, right? Well, at some point, what goes up must come down. I don't know. Just saying. Um, You know what I realized about Thanksgiving? I have asked you, we've been together for 10 years now. Yes. And I've asked you every year what your Thanksgivings were like, like what your traditions were, what food traditions you have. And every year you give me nothing. Why is that? I don't. I don't remember Thanksgiving traditions the way I remember Christmas traditions. Do you, you don't I, remember like food that your grandma made or like, cause yeah, you I lived rem- near your family. Yes. I, there, well, I bring it, I bring up my food, but everybody makes fun of me for it. No. What was your food? Well, Who makes fun of you? Deviled eggs. Yeah. Okay. What's wrong with deviled eggs? I feel like I get mocked for them. By who? I don't know. I just make deviled eggs for every holiday because it's my dad's recipe and they're so good. And I, I, I feel, I feel like people say, "Oh, here comes Jeff with his deviled eggs again." Okay, first of all, no one says that. Second of all, if you say it's your tradition, then it goes from that's random to, "Oh my gosh, that's so cool! I love your contribution." It's not a tradition; it's just a really good recipe. It's it's like the macaroni salad, the tuna and Mm -hmm. macaroni salad that Mm -hmm. I make every summer. It's like that. So, but what else for Thanksgiving? You don't have like a. And I think Thanksgiving was. Not as consistent as Christmas. Christmas every year was get up, uh, open presents under the tree with with my parents. Uh, there would be a hot chocolate and you know cinnamon rolls or whatever. But we would all sit on the floor in the living room and open presents. And then I think around lunchtime every year. Maybe a little after lunch, we would make the drive to my grandmother's house, which was on my mom's my grandmother and grandfather on my mom's side, about an hour north of us. We would have all the cousins. We would open presents there. We would have a big Christmas feast, and then we would drive home that night. I remember that being every single year. I, I feel like Thanksgiving, I remember Thanksgiving meals in our house, hosted by us. I feel like I remember a Thanksgiving meal at my grandmother's house on my dad's side. I feel like I remember a Thanksgiving meal at my mom's parents' house, but it just wasn't consistent. So yeah, I don't, ours wasn't really consistent either. The one thing that I do, the other food related thing that I have are um, sweet gherkins. Oh yeah, I wonder. I did wonder why you bought those because I was like, "That's random." Right? Are for I, they are they for the deviled eggs? Because I didn't don't deviled they, eggs have pickles in them. They could be. You, like you could chop those up and put them on top. That'd actually be really good. But it would be a, a it would be a, a it'd be deviating from the family recipe. 
Got it. Well, you can um, feel comfortable to say, hey, this is like something my family does that I really enjoy. And I think that is like people want to know that stuff about you. I the, And that makes it special. The, and if you're going to someone's house for Thanksgiving, you could say this is what my family does. And they'll be like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. Thanks for including us in your family tradition. I don't, and I could be wrong. Like the deviled eggs, aren't they more of an Easter? They were in our house, but um, but they're they just, were like Easter, Fourth of July like oh, summer, summer, they were Easter. And then for like summer, no deviled eggs. Mm -hmm. They're terrible in the summer. Cause it's, cause it's eggs and it's heat. Ugh. You eat scrambled eggs when it's warm outside, not outside at a picnic. Mm. I don't know. Maybe it's like a Southern thing. Um, but the sweet gherkins thing, I have for some reason, a very vivid memory of, um, did you call them TV trays in the South? Yeah. The mm -hmm. fold-up tables that you would set up in your living yep, room? Yep, we had okay. a set. Yeah, and everybody had a set. Right. Okay. I have a vivid memory of, of one of our TV trays in the kitchen next to the the door that goes to the outside, like, toward the garage in the basement, with little appetizers on it, including those sweet gherkin pickles. Mm -hmm. I don't know... Why I think there were also olives on there, maybe, but I don't even think my dad likes olives. So maybe maybe we had company over or something. But every single year on Thanksgiving, I have that memory and think, oh, I need to get. Why didn't I get the sweet gherkin pickles? Well, well now I you have them. the sweet gherkin pickles. I got them this year, but the. Yeah, that's it. I feel like you've been working on your system because you're cooking most things. I'm cooking a pie today, so that's my contribution. But you're cooking a bunch of stuff voluntarily, and you seem to have, like, a system. Would you like to share your system with the class for anyone wondering, how the heck am I going to pull this off tomorrow? Yeah, I will let you know on Friday if it worked. But my my current infatuation is, is this platform called Airtable, which we actually – bought to use for stuff related to 1022. It's, mm -hmm. it's just a whole system that's going to kind of connect every data point that we have. But it occurred to me that I could put the recipes of everything that I need you to. You did not. Yeah. I put the <laughs> recipes. I put every recipe that I have and all the ingredients that I have in there. In, okay. in the thing. Then um, if there are any steps, so all the ingredients on the list got labeled Monday. Okay. Okay. So like your to-do list for Monday was like, get all the ingredients. So if I just filter the list by Monday, I end up with a shopping list. Okay. Um, Tuesday is all the equipment that I need. Mm -hmm. So if I filter it by Tuesday, it shows me all the equipment. So that way... Uh, if I need three foil lined cookie sheets, but we only own two, I can either make a target run or ask your mom to borrow okay, one so or did whatever. You, did you do that? Yeah. Okay. So you have all your gear. Okay. And then everything for Wednesday and Thursday is back, is back timed mm -hmm. based on, it's boring and formulaic, but I basically created a formula that where every step gets assigned a number of minutes, and then it automatically computes how far before 4.15 p.m. on Thanksgiving Day 
that step needs to happen. Oh my God, you were turning into my father. And then I sort it using that formula mm -hmm. and then reverse the order and it gives me a to-do list in order and it tells me exactly what time I have to do I'm everything. I'm actually fine with that because like I know I like harp on you for your systems a little bit, a little bit, but when it comes to having multiple balls in the air, such as a big meal, uh, people with ADHD like me get very overwhelmed when there's too many balls in the air. So having it written down, so it's not just living in my brain is, is great. Yeah. It's, um, gonna, it's just going to be a, it's going to be a way for me on Thanksgiving to just hold on to my balls. So, okay. Okay. So they're not in the air. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cause nobody wants that to happen on Thanksgiving. Despite all of my organization and spreadsheets and back timing and all of that stuff, which I'm very confident in, I, the, the entire Thanksgiving meal prep started with a huge fail and Callie called it. What did I call? I bought a turkey breast because we're doing a tenderloin and we're also just doing a, a turkey breast that is a slow cooker. You put it in the crock pot. And it's fantastic. Just to say we had turkey yeah. on the table. And, but also for the leftovers. Mm -hmm. For the little, you know, the Hawaiian rolls, turkey and cheese on the Hawaiian rolls. The roll sandwiches thing. on Friday. Yes. They're going to be great. Yes. And I, I did this a couple of years ago. Callie said, best turkey she's ever had. Mm -hmm. I've held on to the recipe. I'm making it again this year. So excited. Was at the, the store. And it was one of those specials where the... Turkey was on sale if you bought X number of groceries. I was buying that number of groceries. So I'm going to get our turkey. So I guessed. I, ball, I eyeballed how much, how big of a turkey breast I should get. As soon as I walked in the door with it and told Callie, she says, that's too big. That's too much. That's, that's huge. I said, no, it's not. No, you it's not. You actually like kind of made fun of me. You're like, Callie, you gave me like the look like you don't even know what you're you talking about. Leave it to the chef. Yeah. Get out of my kitchen. Get out of my kitchen, Scoot. dollar. Scoot. And so then fast forward. So it goes in the freezer. Fast forward a week or two. I'm doing the aforementioned spreadsheet. <laughs> and I pull up the recipe. And the recipe says for six to eight people, I think, maybe eight to ten, whatever, for, for our size, whatever, get a four to four and a half pound turkey breast. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? I think the one I got is a little bit bigger than that. Mm -hmm. So I go down to the freezer, pull the freezer open, take a look. Sure enough, it's eight and a half pounds. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So then I go back up and I says, well, you know, let me see. This will be good for leftovers. The cook, the slow cooker cooking time went from Four and a half or five hours to, to 12. I would have to get up early that day. I would have to set my alarm in order to prepare this turkey breast. Mm -hmm. that, and I was, I was okay with it for two reasons. One, like I said, leftovers. Two, I didn't want to have to admit to you that, that I That you were wrong. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so then this is one of the recipes where you can, it's got a little slider so you can adjust Quant, like you can say, this is how big my bird is. And then it'll adjust the rest of the ingredients for you. And so I, I put in how big our bird was. And it says it would feed 18 to 22 people. And then it occurred to me, it might not even fit in our crock pot. Mm. So I go downstairs, dig out the crock pot, 
grab the frozen bird doesn't fit. So I asked a friend who has who is having a huge Thanksgiving dinner if they had gotten their turkey yet, and they said no. And I said, you know what I would like to do? I'd like to buy your turkey for you. <laughs> like what? And I'm like, and, and I was thanks like, for being a good friend. <laughs> I go, yeah. It's I got it. It's you know what? Just because you're cool. And then I went and bought a four and a half pound hmm. turkey breast. So gobble gobble. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. What smells the best at Thanksgiving dinner? Your nose. joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. You can turn your food waste into dirt with the press of a button in the comfort of your own home. There's so much talk about saving the earth, recycling, making the, the planet better for our kids. But how do we do that? Other than just sorting our recyclables, what's the next step? Alomi lives in your house and you can put your food scraps into it. And with a push of a button, those food Food scraps become dirt that you can use in your flower beds, your garden, or you can just throw them out behind your garage. You are going to have so much less garbage, it's going to fry your brain. And the dirt that comes out of it, of course, is nutrient rich because you know exactly where it was sourced from other plant materials and then you can use that to feed your plant feed your garden however you want to uh however you want to do it i know some people who have gone from three bags down to one bag of garbage if you have a big family so if you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just make cleanup after dinner so much easier lomi that's perfect for you go to lomi.com upside use the promo code upside to get 50 bucks off that's 50 dollars off when you head to l-o-m-i dot com slash upside and use promo code upside at checkout food waste is gross Lomi is your solution but you're going to want to move quickly because they are selling fast Lomi l-o-m-i dot com slash upside to save 50 bucks Tis the season for giving. So why not give a gift that gives back to others? Thrive Cosmetics makes high-performance beauty and skincare products made with clean, skin-loving ingredients. Their products have no parabens, sulfates, or phthalates. They're certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Plus, cause is in the name for a reason. Every purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive. Now, I have two favorite products. The first is the Brilliant Eye Brightener, and that is a cream highlighter. It comes in a little stick, and I put it right on the inside of my eye, closest to my nose, and it does two things for me. One, it makes me look like I spent a really long time doing my makeup when I did not. And number two, it really brightens your eyes and makes you look more awake, which I love. I also wear the Liquid Lash Extensions Mask 
mascara every single day. It is the first vegan tubing mascara. And if you've never worn a tube mascara before, I love it. This is a best-selling product and it has more than 20,000 five-star reviews. It mimics the look of lash extensions without the damaging glue or the salon prices that you would pay if you were getting lash extensions. And it's easy to remove. The tubing formula slides right off with warm water and a washcloth. No soap required. Celebrate the season of giving and try Thrive Cosmetics today. Right now, you can get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash upside. That's thrivecosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash upside for 15% off your first order. You're probably going to spend a lot of times with relatives over the next few days. Some of them you know really, really well. Ask one of them that you think you know well to tell you a story that you have never heard before. My guess is that they are going to have a bunch of options for you to choose from. That's why StoryWorth would make a great holiday gift for you and your family. Every single week, StoryWorth is going to email your loved one and ask them a question. This could be a question that you have provided, or this is a question that they have in their database. Your relative is going to answer that when they have time via email and all of these stories 52 weeks worth of stories are going to be compiled into a book and delivered to you in one year so the stories that you have never heard before that they have never told even though you think you've known them all are going to be there for you in a printed book in black and white for you and generations of your family to enjoy forever StoryWorth lets you get to know your loved ones better and preserve those special moments forever. For a limited time, you can save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash upside. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash upside. Save $10 on your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash upside. We appreciate our upside partners and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the upside, visit CallieAndJeff.com. Before we get into three random things, a quick reminder that our gratitude journals go on sale at CallieAndJeff.com on Friday to everyone. Mm -hmm. Advisory Horde members, you should have gotten an email with a link to buy them in advance because we want to make sure you get your hands on one. So uh, check your email if you have not gotten that. Send us a note. We'll make sure you, you, you get it. And if you want to join the advisory Send us board, an email. Instagram message is not reliable. Yeah. Send us an email. And if you want to join the advisory horde and buy your gratitude journals immediately, you can just text the word HORDE to 800-434-5454. And that would be H-O-R-D-E. I've got both spellings covered. Oh, you do? Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. Okay, so there's room for error. I'm yeah. into it. Here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing is I have a list of what to not give your pets off of the Thanksgiving table. That's so funny because half of my second random thing is what not to give your pets off the Thanksgiving table. Well, look, it's fun to include them, right? But also remember this. If you're listening to this, you probably didn't win that Mega Millions whatever thing. And vet bills can be really expensive. Yeah. So we don't need an expensive vet bill on Thanksgiving taking away from your day. So Correct. the experts are saying, here's what you want to avoid. Uh, salt, which is a little ambiguous because everything has salt in it. Um, butter, seasonings, turkey, 
because like bones and stuff like that. Nutmeg, chocolate, and raisins. Those you want to keep away from the pets. Your second random thing is kind of related. Um, a two-parter for me. 79% of Americans said that leftovers are actually more delicious than the actual Thanksgiving meal. I 100% agree, although I think that the um, tenderloin might be turning it around. And uh, the second part of that is keep an eye on your dogs and cats because leftovers that have been sitting out for too long are very much bad for your animals. So if... uh, if you're cleaning up an hour or two after dinner and something is cooled to room temperature, you don't want to just throw it on the floor, let the dogs get it, or you don't want your cat to jump up on the counter and start snacking on it because uh, the same bacteria that would make us sick from eating room temperature food would also make your pets sick. So get rid of it, put it in a bag, and then get it out of the house. And or also put tinfoil over it because cats and dogs hate tinfoil. So that's how you can keep them off of your counter. And oh, can I share what you said the other day? Because the more I've been thinking about it, the more brilliant I think it is. What did I say? It's a Cali Dollar brilliant idea. What is it? Ask your guests to bring their own Tupperware. Mm-hmm. Their I own. did that yesterday. Mm-hmm. So everybody can take stuff home and then you don't have to waste money on disposable stuff because everybody or you don't has have too much Tupperware. Yeah. So or- you just... Everybody bring their own. Callie's got some... There's some Tupperware floating around our house that she borrowed from somebody else, brought something home from somebody else's house. And it's, it's a micro-anxiety. Mm-hmm. Until we return it, it's going to bug both of us. Take that right off the... Take it right out of the equation. You bring your own leftover bins. And your third random thing is, I have a list of the strangest Thanksgiving favorites in each state. Um, and what makes them weird, every single one of them have common ingredients of Cool Whip, marshmallows, and jello, which apparently makes it really weird. Um, in most of the states, it's ambrosia salad, which I have no clue what that is. I feel like this is a survey that got unearthed in a time capsule from 1976. It may have. Uh, there's something else, well, jello salad, which, you know, we, kind of do in our house what is is jello salad just jello with cool whip or do you ours is jello i don't know the one we make is jello cranberries pacans and like cream cheese on top so odd and gross sounding it's but but it's it's delicious and i think my grandma used to make it so that's where that came from which means it was Made in the 60s. Um, and then frog eye salad, which I had never heard of. That is what people in Idaho uh, like to eat. It is tiny noodles, egg yolks, cool whip, canned citrus fruit, and mini marshmallows. And- I, I feel like this is a giant practical joke that some list maker has. It's not. They're old school. Blech. Remember we talked to Kevin Gillespie about that a couple of years uh-huh. ago. Yep. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. So what's my job tomorrow since I'm not cooking? Out of the way. Stay, Stay out uh, of the way and keep our child entertained or are you going to let Ellie in your kitchen? Ellie's fine in the kitchen because she is, she's good because I can just hand her something and say, here, stir this 
or she likes to say whisk this. Mm -hmm. I think the first time we ever let her stir something, it was with a whisk. So now stir anything is whisk it, which is really cute. Um, so our two-year-old is allowed to be in the kitchen, but I am banned. Yeah, because you don't have a sense of time or space. Mm. So you go in and plant yourself right in front of the fridge to get something out and and then, you know, open your phone to look up whatever, you know, check the recipe to see what you had to get out and then start looking at Instagram, then whatever. And then it's right, you're right in the middle. Ellie, I can, I can pour some salt in a bowl and, and say, can you stir that? And for 20 minutes, she'll just stir salt. Mm -hmm. It's great. Mm -hmm. Until I did that once, but it was garlic powder and um, she leaned over to sniff it and it went right up her nose, and I don't think it felt good based on her reaction. Mm, don't do that. What are your plans for today? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> but you did that yesterday. And I didn't finish it. <laughs>